Ladies and gentlemen, the recipients of the National Jefferson Award and the number one New York Times best-selling author, your host, Dave Pelzer. Hello, America and world at large. This is your host, Dave Pelzer, as always, especially with this program. Speaking to you in my own voice, attempting to try to save America and the world at large from itself. Uh, this will be a very short presentation compared to our others. Um, I thought about it and prayed about it, and I do believe I should kind of, I'm not trying to gang up on anybody. I'm not trying to overwhelm anybody, but uh, th this, this, this is important because it's not about one person's misbehavior, but how we have somehow passed certain lines of dignity and respect and behaving badly in public. So last Sunday was the Oscars, so you know what I'm talking about. And I, I haven't watched them in a couple years. I just, I just haven't really. For just, you know, I love movies, but I've just kind of shied away. So I'm in bed, and all at once I get all these texts, and it says Will Smith. And I thought, oh my goodness, did something happen to him, to his wife, his family? Did, was, was he in a car crash, or did, did some tragedy? You know, Will Smith. Uh, uh, as, as a young man, I grew up with Will Smith uh, when he was in, in, in you know, rapping and, and so forth. And Prince of Bel-Air was a huge, huge hit, perfect for him. But I have to say this, I, I, I was beyond shocked, stunned, amazed, horrified, stupefied, as I'm sure a lot of people were. And Chris Rock is a very shy person. He does a lot for a lot of comedians. He's a very nice man. And, and, and they say that's the hardest gig in the world is hosting the Oscars. It's where, you go to, uh, where comedians go to die. I mean, talk to our good friend Dave Letterman. Many years ago, Dave Letterman hosted, reluctantly hosted the, the Oscars. And he said two words that, that, that almost, I mean, a, a, a years of a riff. He said, Uma Oprah. Uma Oprah. And Oprah, Miss Winfrey, took great offense to that. And I think they didn't speak to each other for, was it eight, nine years until they finally kiss and made up during a Doritos commercial, if I'm correct. And I'm just kind of doing this off the top of my head, ladies and gentlemen. And Mr. Letterman went on his show the very next Monday after flying from L.A. back to New York and apologized to Oprah. And you can tell it was sincere. I, I've seen Mr. Letterman's show and which he's talked about many hard topics about his life, about someone trying to kidnap his child. What, what, I mean, he's, he's opened up a lot. And, and yet what we saw this one s Sunday was, I, I, did, I couldn't believe it. And, and, and Chris even joked. He made a joke about, you know, uh, Javier and his wife, they're both up for Oscars. If she doesn't win, Javier's going to be praying, give it the will, give it the will. And I thought that was a nice, nice joke, lead-in joke, because you always joke about, you know, the, the, the people that are you know, the big actors and directors, and, you know, you kind of poke fun. It's, 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 it's been done since the days of Bob Hope. If you're under 40, Google Bob Hope. And they didn't swear back then. They didn't, you know, we, we've kind of evolved, evolved in a sense, I think. And then Will said something about... Uh, uh, Jada Pickett, his wife, about being in G.I. Jane. And, and they showed her kind of 
you know, and she she always looks beautiful. Anything she does is, you know, she's she's the Lady Die of actresses. She's she's the Audrey Hepburn. I mean, she's just always stunning. And I I automatically thought, well, she's maybe she's doing a movie. Her her appeared to be shaved and so forth. I, uh, you know, I didn't really think anything of it when I first saw it. And then Will Smith, you know, is coming up to the stage, and if you listen carefully. Uh, Chris Rock actually jokes about it. He says, uh-oh, here comes Sir Richard, because, you know, he was nominated as, as uh, 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 the father of, 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 the, of, of the ladies who play tennis, Serena Williams and her sister, and Sir Richard was the name of the film. So I thought, okay. And I thought this was a stunt at first until Chris Rock just kind of like, whoa, stood back up and said, well, you've never seen anything like this on TV, and you never will again. And what really frightened me was Will going back, Mr. Smith going back to his seat and then lobbing the F-bomb because I'm sure they censored it out, but the, the one we got was not censored. And I was just stunned and dismayed because, again, as a young man in my 20s, mid-20s, I grew up with Bill Smith, Prince of Bel-Air. He was, he was a clean rapper. You know, rapper was kind of, you know, edgy at the time. And Will Smith was always the clean-cut young man with swagger, you know, he was cool. He was jiggy with it, per se, in <laughs> one of his songs. Now, looking at all the information, you know, I did not know, and I'm sure a lot of people did not know, and it's probably a f- private family matter, that the lovely Jada suffers from uh, alpecia. It's, it's a hair loss, autoimmune hair loss, and, and it's, it's sad because she's, to me, beautiful. Oh, she's gracious. So I kind of understand part of it. But I, I just I just don't understand uh, how we go from, you know, giving ourselves kudos because we make a film. And I know it's a very important industry and it's part of the livelihood of, 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 of that industry and so forth. But these men have been friends for years. Will Smith, of course, uh, Prince of Bel-Air. Chris Rock is a very, very young man was was uh, uh, one of the guests of the show. He played a, a character called Maurice and actually played uh, 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 Maurice's sister. <laughs> I think uh, the character's name was Jasmine. That was Chris Rock. And I knew Chris Rock, I mean, knew of Chris Rock when, uh, what was that film? Uh, with Ice-T and, and Robert Downey Jr., for goodness sakes. Uh, New Jack City, New Jack City. Chris Rock played the young, skinny uh, uh, kid that was addicted to drugs. You know, who else was in that? Leslie Snipes. It was a very gritty film. And I had the opportunity of meeting Ice-T. And that's T, not Mrs. C. My lovely uh, 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 executive director gave me the one sheet because I was doing a special presentation with some of these folks. And and, and I was going to meet Ice-T. And I thought, wow, that's going to be so cool. I said, Mrs. T, his name's Ice-T. There's no T-E-A. His name's Tracy. (laughs) It's Ice-T. But uh, again, they, th- these these gentlemen have known each other for many years, and uh, I I know this sounds weird, but maybe there was some restraint on Mr. Smith's part. He slapped at Mr. 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 Chris Rock rather than punching him, because if you remember, uh, uh, Will is very dedicated in his work. He really throws a lot into his work. I really admire about him, whether it's the singing, the, the dancing, or whatever he's doing, he gives it his all. And as a very young actor, he was presented with a uh, piece called uh, Ali. 
when, when Will was basically, you know, still new into the business. And he wisely said, no, I'm not ready for this. I'm not mature enough for that role. I need to study Muhammad Ali personally more. I need to know the tones and I need to know his history. I really want, to, when I do this, I want to do it at the right time for the right reasons. And then when Michael Mann directed the film Ali, you can tell that was real muscle. Because Mr. Smith is always, you know, he's a very proud person. You know, and he takes good care of himself. And, and I admired Will, Mr. Smith, when he came out about a year and a half ago and says, hey, man, during COVID, we all gained weight, I gained weight. And it, it showed him wearing just little briefs. And he had a little bit of a pot belly. And he says, you know, I'm going to get in shape. So let's all get in shape together. Come on, let's go. Let's go. We're a team. Let's go. And I thought, man, I, I gained some weight, too. I'm, if, if Will's going to do this, I'm going to watch what I eat and exercise more. Thank you, Will. So when he did the film Ali, that was all muscle. And, and wow, what, what, he just, he, he owned it. He, he just owned it. And again, you know, we all liked Will and we, we grew up with Will. He was one of the first people, a lot of people don't know this, uh, when he was, I think, right around the time of Prince of Bel-Air, he came up with a 1-900 number. And what you did is you phoned them 1-900 number and you had a recording of what Will was doing that day. <laughs> He was the first guy to do this. It's like and, and he, he, there would be a recording for about a minute or two. And like, oh, my, my, my friends and I, we went to the mall and we bought sneakers. And, oh, we talked to a couple of nice young ladies and blah, blah, blah. Catch me on the, you know, catch me tomorrow. And I remember this because one of my aircraft member guys phoned the 100 number. and We listened to it. I'm going, oh, my gosh, this is silly. But, you know, it, it, it gave Will some exposure and, and the marketing and the money and so forth. And I thought that was... You know, just interesting, because I knew everybody knows the film business, as Will Smith said during his acceptance speech, is a very demanding business. I've only had a small inkling in, 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 into the business. You know, I, 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 I had a screenplay, and I've been working with different producers and, and so forth, and it's just, just, I cannot imagine doing that full-time, let alone being a lady in, in, in that business. And I've known a few actresses you know, after a certain age, it was like, wow, you know, it's, which is hard. So I can understand some of the strain. But then uh, I'm a little confused because if you remember back in the year, uh, four, five years ago, 2016, both the Smiths, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they boycotted the Oscars. They announced it that they're, they're because of a lack of diversity. And, and, you know, Chris Rock made a few jokes about that when he was hosting it then. A day or so later, they went up to the Jada and said, hey, what's going on? Is there a riff? And she says, hey, man, he, Chris can joke about us. It comes with the territory, you know, because that's the thing. And if you're nobody, they don't joke about you. If you're somebody, they, they jab you a little bit. So I understand that. But I think the bigger question, you know, for me as a father and a grandparent, I mean, how does, how does this behavior what does it say to our kids? And I'm not trying to say, oh, the children, the children, we are the world. No. Because we raise our children. We live in a society of courtesy and manners. We, we raise our kids about fair play, that we all have to get along, that we have to respect each other. There are certain lines we don't cross, particularly in this very delicate age of, of either sexuality or, 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 or being respectful of someone's gender. 
and really trying to just get along as best we can because as we've seen in COVID world, God's throwing a lot of stuff at us. God really is. And this is the time that we all need to just kind of take a step back and get along. And, you know, I did see the part of the acceptance speech and, you know, Will was very emotional. I, I just can't imagine what was going through his head before the incident and then after the incident and then getting the pressure of receiving an Oscar and, and making, you know, an apology. But I got to tell you, folks, I, I feel bad. He apologized to the Academy. Um, okay. And, 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 you know, he apologized to the, 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 the Williams family. Good, thank you. And as to his own family. But he forgot to apologize to Mr. Mr. Rock, Chris Rock. I, I, I was, I was just kind of stunned by that. And I understand the strain of the work. And if there's a protagonist here, it's got to be Mr. Sm or it's got to be Mr. Rock, Chris Smith. You know, again, a very shy man. Everybody knows he's edgy when it comes to jokes, and that's part of the thing. I, I felt what I thought about too, and I'm going on a little bit of a riff. These. Jokes are written. They're not impromptu. There's timing involved, and they got to make sure the camera gets the uh, the expression shot of Mr. Mr. Smith of the family. Whoever they're joking about, there's got to be a camera there. So this thing is basically staged, and they practice it. The timing, and again, the lighting, and who's going to sit there and <laughs> get the laugh reaction. I will. I I I can't imagine. Cannot imagine being a writer, and say, okay say this about Javier and his beautiful bride and say this about Will and his wife and, you know, sorry, boss. I screwed up on that one. I mean, I, I could have been impromptu by Mr. Rock, but I hate to be the writer in this. And, and God bless Chris. He took the slap, you know, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't flinch. He didn't, he didn't like fight back. He just joked about it. Now, now what Will should have done was kind of take the laugh ha, 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 during the break, go behind stage, say, Chris, hey, man, that was not cool. That wasn't funny. I'm upset about it. Please go out and apologize to my wife and my family. Not cool, dude, not cool. And knowing Mr. Rock, knowing Chris as the person I believe he is, he would have apologized privately and most likely would have done it on stage in front of the world. Besides the Super Bowl, more people view in the world the Oscars. That's, that's, I mean, and I'm just, I, I got, you know, uh, here's a line from Bowfinger with our good friend uh, Steve Martin and, and Eddie Murphy. K-I-T, keep it together, keep it together. Kid, keep it together. The sickness is deep, as, as the character said. And Chris, Chris Rock, God bless him, he, he really kept it together. Now, as of yesterday, uh, Monday, uh, 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 Will did send out, a, I, I believe, a tweet, an apology. And and I I I I pray this this thing settles. I'd like to see them, you know, get together in public and shake hands or have a beer or cigar or something like that. And and I understand, uh, you know, a lot of pieces involved, because I'm sure a lot of people did not know that Jada had that condition. You know, no one would uh, deliberately. I I don't think. As far as Chris goes with the jokes, goes with those jokes, he wouldn't have tried to offend someone of her stature. Because 
bigger picture here, ladies and gentlemen, is not just Will, you know, slapping somebody and then dropping the F-bombs. It just adds to the pretentiousness of, of these these events. Because we all know that, you know, it's, it's, it's called Oscar season, award season, you know. You got Golden Globes, the People's Choice Awards. You got the Oscars. And it's very important in one's career. I understand that. But what really kind of irks me is we've got some serious issues. We've got bigger issues to be concerned about. 26 million people as of today are under lockdown for the second day in Shanghai, China. 26 million people, the new COVID variant that we have talked about on this show. And we have millions, tens of millions now, dispersed in Ukraine. And, and, and dispersed or displaced, rather, is, is, is too soft of a word. When your villages are decimated and you have to leave, you have to flee, and you have little to no food, trying to protect your babies, and then men and boys are fighting in the streets against you know a, 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 a power onto itself. I mean, this th we we've what I'm trying to convey, ladies and gentlemen, and the reason why I'm doing this one little show for you today is we should be better. We should act accordingly. And no pun intended, but this is not the wild, wild west in which there was lawlessness, constant lawlessness. That's why they said you have to check in your arms so you don't act, if you act badly, <laughs> it will be less hazardous for innocent people. So I do, you know, I, I, I feel bad for, for, for Mr. Rock and his family. How was your day, honey? Well, I got slapped in front of 74 million people. How was your day? <laughs> I feel bad for Mr. Smith and his family. I, 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 and I'm not going to overly apologize, but I think this is a, a show that we just have to kind of just process and hopefully put it to rest. So... I think we should just, maybe the takeaway is just be tolerant, take a step back. And again, as we always talk about in the show, random acts of kindness. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you taking your valuable time to give us a listen. I, I, I hope this helps a little bit. And maybe this is the perfect prayer, ladies and gentlemen, with this particular show, is for us to do as much as we can for as long as we can for as many as we can so as always this is your host speaking to you in my own voice attempting to try to save America and the world at large from itself starting with me so until next time please take good care and as always good day Good luck, and God bless you.